Well, welcome on in, everyone, to VG Emporium, video game music and more. And who am I? Why, I'm the proprietor of this very fine establishment and your host, Rage Cage. And what I got here with me today is a fresh batch of special orders. And for those that are new to the show, special orders are basically song requests. And you can send those in to vgemporium at gmail.com or on Twitter or on the Discord. And I wait until I have enough come in, about five or six, to do a dedicated episode. And boy howdy, do we have some goodins today. So getting right into it, this track that brought us in was City from Shinkido Senki Gundam Wing Endless Duel, composed by Hiroyuki Iwatsu and Haruo Ohashi. And this is special order in by Mike Levy. Levy? Lev Y? One of two hosts of XVGM Radio, as well as the man behind Dude You Haven't Played This Game, the former being a really awesome video game music podcast alongside his co-host Justin Schneider, and the latter being a really cool mix of like review and skit and um, just general video game silliness. And you should go check both of these out because they're just really fun times. So now to this, his special order of City from Gundam Wing Endless Duel, released on the Super Famicom by Natsume in 1996. So this is a late release. And it shows because it is a really beautiful game and you know, of course, and it sounds awesome. And it's considered one of the best fighting games for the Super Famicom. And you have a roster of nine mobile suits, technically 10 if you count Wing Gundam Zero. And you just go in for some crazy fast-paced fighting action. All the while, this awesome music is pumping in the background, and that is in thanks to our two composers, starting off with Hiroyuki Iwatsu. And a little bit about our boy here, he was born in 1970, and uh, in his late teens he just really got into music, especially with the band Cassiopeia, which was the Japanese fusion band, which had inspired so many other like you know, video game music composers. And then at some point in the late 80s, he uh, was having an interview with Natsume to join their sound team, and he submitted to them a demo tape of music he made using the Sharp X68K, using both the uh, YM2151 sound chip, as well as the Roland MT32 um, external sound card. He wrote this all in MML too, which uh, kind of, you know, looking at MML, which is music macro language, still kind of like boggles my mind. It's way beyond me. And then you know what happened? He got the job. And he would go on to compose just so much awesome music for Natsume. So starting with uh, Tailgater and Spanky's Quest in 1991. And then 92, he would cr do the music for Pocky and Rocky. And that would kind of establish the sound that he would have going forward with the games like Wild Gun, Pocky and Rocky 2, The Ninja Warriors, all three Mighty Morphin Power Rangers games, the standard one, the movie, and the fighting edition. A little fun fact, Endless Duel is made using the same engine as the Power Rangers fighting edition with some enhancements composed for this game, of course, and then going on to doing uh, Gundam Battle Assault 1 and 2, WWE Road to WrestleMania X8, um, DICE DNA Integrated Cybernetic Enterprises, the first and second half-minute hero games, Wild Guns Reloaded, The Ninja Saviors Return of the Warriors, and then his latest credit in 2022 is Yuden Chronicle Rising. And then moving on to our second composer, Haruo Ohashi. There's not really much on them, and they only have like six games to their credit, so that being Wild Guns, Pocky and Rocky 2, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the fighting edition, Shinkido Senki, Gundam Wing, Endless Duel, Saban's Power Rangers Zero Battle Racers, and Gekiso Sentai Karanja, Zenkai Reisa Senshi. Ah, that's a fun name. And that's about all I got for you. And what more can I say about this? This is just some Natsume awesomeness. So thank you, Mike for your special order and hope you enjoyed this and my blatherings. Alrighty, it's time to get into our next SPO. That's retail lingo for special order. 
And uh, this one's coming in from Crazy Goji. And what they ordered in is Round 5-2 Ice Cream from Rice Star, composed by Tomoko Sasaki. Round 5-2, Ice Cream, from Rice Star, composed by Tomoko Sasaki, and special ordered in by Crazy Goji. And now that name has popped up a couple times on the show, and uh, first time being Giganto Robo with their suggestion for a track from Ranger X, and then in the Christmas special, the last minute Christmas special, uh, where I played one of their tracks, which was a arrangement of Thank You for Christmas. And so now Crazy Goji, at Temjin on Twitter, is a fellow chiptunist of the Sega Genesis variety, but whereas I use a tracker called Deflamask or VGM Music Maker, he uses uh, the free VST YM2612 in Ableton. They also do various other styles of electronic music. And I gotta tell ya, their music is really good. I actually just listened to a track they shared on Buttmasher's uh, Discord server, and damn boy, damn! And uh, you know, once you actually have it finished, um, I may have to play it on the show soon. So now getting into a special order of Ristar, this game is uh, another late console release for the Sega Genesis. 
And again, just like with Endless Duel, you can really see it with like just the way how everything looks. It's like vibrant. Everything's like animated beautifully. The music is just awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Just like so good. So now the story of the game, it's quite silly. The villain, Greedy, comes and takes over the universe. And there's one last planet, the Force Planet. And Greedy makes it there and takes out the great hero. But he didn't account for the great hero's son, Rystar, which is just this little black ball with long arms and legs and a star on its face. Like its face is a star or it's a mask on the face on the ball thing. I don't know. But anyway, this guy, this Rystar, can stretch his arms, grab stuff, pull it forward, and bash its face into things. And uses his arm to grab onto obstacles and pull itself up and do crazy, you know, cool things. And then you get power-ups to actually turn yourself into a shooting star. So, you know, a pretty interesting take on the platformer. So now the music. Oh, the music. So I, I've only ever played this game on emulator because I never, I didn't know about it until about maybe 2008, 2009. And when I first heard the music playing, I was just blown away because it's just the way how, like, everything just sounded so big and vibrant and not at all, like, you know, brash. And then the samples are just really cool too. Which is why you would hear both the patches and the samples and music of original chiptunes of the Sega Genesis variety of, for, by people that are not quite at the level of comfort to make their own patches with the FM because FM is a weird wild beast that just, yeah, it's really intimidating, but once you get into it, it's just like kinda, oh, I'm gonna twist this knob at the, ooh, that's a cool sound. Oh, that don't sound too good. That sound floppy. Oh, okay, that sounds good now. Hey, uh, hey yo, yo, what? which knob is it that makes it go boom? That would be a combination of the attack, sustain, and decay. On um, which uh, operators, still figuring that one out. But you want to know who has it figured out? Sound programmers Hiroshi Kubota and Junya Kozakai. And it is with these beautifully crafted patches that Tomoko Sasaki composed the soundtrack. And so where she is most recognized for her work on the Knights series, she has been like a major composer for Sega for since at least 1992, starting with World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, and then doing composition for this game and the Game Gear uh, version. And then, of course, Nights in the Dreams, Christmas Nights in the Dreams, Burning Rangers, did voice acting for Sonic Adventure 2, and then wrote the lyrics for This Is My Happiness from Space Channel 5 Part 5. And then at some point in late 2000s, like, you know, close to 2008, 2010, she left Sega, but still would work with them. But she would go on to do music arrangements for uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games. Hoo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> did the ending song of Death Smiles 2 X, uh, would do on a more Sonic and Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, some Idolmaster games, Sonic Runners, uh, and then uh, last credit I could find is Space Channel 5 VR, kind of funky newsflash. Now a cool little factoid here is that um, Tomoko Sasaki used the alias Magaro in some of her earlier soundtracks, and this alias would eventually be used as the passcode in Rystar to unlock the sound test or sound theater as it is referred when you get to that page and um, what it looks like is it is like a, has kind of looks, looks like an orchestra in the background some pipe organ stuff in there and then um, right next to the title of the song as you're selecting it is this strange little bird man and he starts dancing once you start playing the music and there's an onchi mode which makes the music actually all out of tune it's pretty wacky should check it out if you're if you ever play this game either you know physically emulated or through some uh you know probably switch i don't know what you're playing it, but yeah do this passcode maguro m-a-g-u-r-o and you get into that sound theater 
it's a fun time. So Crazy Goji, thank you again for your special order. And uh, do let me know when that track is done. You, I think you know which one I'm talking about. And because um, I do want to feature it on the show some way or another. I'll figure out how to get it on. So now our next special order is coming in from Professor Tom, the facilitator for the Shujin Academy VGM Club. And he ordered in Tri-Z from Galaxy Force. But uh, the, a funny thing happened is that they sent me four versions of the track. You know, the usual case is that they'll send you a different version or another version of the of a thing if they don't have it in stock or by accident. So you only get like, you know, the one other thing and you're like, oh, that's not what I wanted. But they sent me four. So you're getting the one that you wanted plus three more. This is going to be a fun thing. So check it out. This is Tri-Z from Galaxy Force and or Galaxy Force 2, depending on which version you're playing. And this was originally composed by Koichi Namiki. And the order we're going to be going in is starting with the Atari ST version, arranged by David Lowe, and then the Sega Master System using the YM2413 sound chip, arranged by Katsuhiro Hayashi, and then the Mega Drive version, arranged by Joji Ijima, and then ending with the original arcade version, composed by Koichi Namiki.
that was the Gauntlet of Tri-Z. All originally composed by Koichi Namiki, starting off with the Atari ST version arranged by David Lowe, and then the Sega Master System version using the YM2413 sound chip arranged by Katsuhiro Hayashi, and then the Mega Drive version composed by Joji Ijima, and then the arcade version composed by Koichi Namiki. The arcade version being Galaxy Force, and then all the other three being Galaxy Force 2, even though they are just ports of Galaxy Force. Because Why? Because why not? You know, downporting a super scalar arcade game, which is visually just stunning. And, uh, you know, people are like, hey, this is not Galaxy Force like the arcade. This doesn't look so cool. So you put a two on it and it's supposed to be kind of like some kind of sequel. It's like, okay, I like it now. Anyway, this is special ordered in by Professor Tom, facilitator of the Shujin Academy VGM Club. A video game music podcast that I can best describe as a half playlist, half commentary because like he'll um you know introduce his topic or game that he's talking about and then play a block of music and then talk more about like the game and the music or the composer or whatever information do another block more talking block bam you're good and i have borrowed that format at least once it works so the fact that they sent me these four versions and i was able to play them in a block is uh quite appropriate so now this game like i said is a super scaler so think space harrier or outrun whereas like you know you're sprite is going forward and then there's all these different sprites coming at you and they look like they're getting bigger and smaller and stuff and it's like you know almost kind of 3d-ish but it's just 2d sprites being scaled as smoothly and uh galaxy force is uh one of the like like really awesome examples alongside i think outrunners of just like super scalar just pushed to its limits i never actually got to see or play this game in the wild but I understand that one of the cabinets actually had like a rotating like seat and stuff. So you could actually like move or like felt like you were moving around the space and everything. And it was uh, just super wacky and crazy. And the music, oh, the music just pumps you along. Made using the YM2151 and its mighty eight channels of FM and the Sega PCM chip. I'm not quite sure the name of it, but that provides all the punchy percussion and that really nice slap bass that you hear in there. And it was all masterfully put together by Koichi Namiki. I'm not going to be covering the arrangers. I'm just going to be covering uh, Koichi Namiki because, you know, of course, he composed all, like, the music for this game. So, here we go. Get started with Sega in 1987 doing sound for Super Hang On as Pretty KN. Uh, Thunderblade would go on to do Sega Super Circuit, Super Monaco GP, Bonanza Bros, Laser Ghost, Megalopolis, Tokyo City Battle, Sports Fishing, Virtual Open Tennis, Ninja Jajomoto-kun, Onigiri Nini Pocho, Guitar Freaks, Chain, The Lost Footprints, Magi Death Fight, Moho Gakuen, uh, Sega Ages 2500 for Galaxy Force 2, and then the most recent credit is Cotton Reboot in 2021. He did Stage 6 and Stage 6 boss music. But the fun doesn't end there, haha, <laughs> because he was a member of the Sega Sound Team, or the SST Band, which is their in-house band, and so of course he was part of various arranged albums. And here's a really cool fact, um, he's actually married to fellow game composer Akihata who I featured as one of my Masters of EGM back in June of last year. Well, Professor, I hope it satisfied you and I got a passing grade on this. Thank you again for your special order. And anyone listening, all those listening, check out his show, Fusion Academy VGM Club. I will be linking it in the show notes. And I, like I said, I highly encourage you to check it out because it is, a, uh, it is definitely a lot more put together than my mess of a show right here. So let's see, coming off the shelf next, we got a special order in from Haberchuk another fellow chiptunist and collaborator of said chiptune. They have ordered in Billy Kane's Stage, The Long Pole, 
from Fatal Fury, Wild Ambition, composed by the SNK Sound Team, because there's way too many composers on this OST, and I haven't been able to track down the specific person that actually composed this specific track. So, enjoy. was The Long Pole, Billy Kane's Stage, from Fatal Fury, Wild Ambition, composed by the SNK Sound Team. And this was special ordered in by Haberchuk, I think specifically the Chuck half of that. You still need to clarify that for me, buddy boy, is Haberchuk. Two guys, one named Haber, the other one named Chuck, is Haber... What's going on there? What's going on there, guy? Ah, what I do know is that uh, they make some really damn good music. Consistently damn good music of the chiptune variety and actually we just recently as of like last month december collaborated on a project for an ost jam and we did it using a tracker called furnace tracker and we created our own custom uh sound chip if you will um you know i kind of like my contributions were kind of coming up with the setup for that and then a couple tracks and then he made most of the music and he actually just recently let me know that we got 31st place out of 111 so that's some chilled legumes so now this song that he done special ordered in, this is of course the theme for Billy Kane, who is Terry Bogard's uh, main rival. 
For those unfamiliar with the story of Fatal Fury, you play as Terry Bogard and his brother Andy Bogard, as well as Joe Higashi, and you're going through South City, and I think it's South City, I think. Uh, anyway, and you're going through, and you're trying to fight your way to Geese, who is basically the uh, big bad boss of the area. And uh, Billy Kane is one of his uh, henchmen. And this guy, he wields a long pole that turns into three poles connected to chains, and he can actually use it to create generate flames that hit you with it, and he's just wacky, wild all over the place, wears a bandana on his head. He's just a badass kind of fella. And you know that because he's always got his chest showing in some fashion, either with a, just an open front jacket or his overalls just kind of, you know, just showing everything off. It's, it's what he do. And his theme definitely tells you he's one badass MF. Err. So now this game, Fatal Fury Wild Ambition, is a 3D fighting game made using the Hyper Neo Geo 64 arcade system, where um, this was actually the last game to be made for that system, the other ones being like Buriki 1, Beast Busters, Road's Edge, and Samurai Showdown 64. And everybody was just pushing on that 64 in the 90s, weren't they? And uh, the story of this game is actually a retelling of the first Fatal Fury game, tying in like some characters from Fatal Fury 2 into there, as well as um, bringing in Ryo Suzaki as Mr. Karate, connecting it again to Art of Fighting. Because in the arcades, you know, the guy that helped to create Street Fighter went on to go work for SNK and created the Art of Fighting series, which then would become would have a sequel series, Fatal Fury, which then bring on King of Fighters, which is its own continuity. And that's a whole fun rabbit hole you can go down on your own time. So now back to Wild Ambition. This, uh, the, the fighting mechanics, mechanics actually function very much like how uh, Real Bout Fatal Fury 2 did, except... Instead of being able to like you know go back up back and forth from the foreground to the background, they've added in a new move called the axis shift, where you could actually like you know kind of move back and forth in the uh, 3D environment. So like you take a step and then you move and you know you know you kind of like think think Tekken. And the game was received mostly well. Like the PlayStation port had you know kind of mixed reviews. The arcade version was actually listed as um, the third most successful arcade game that month of March in 1999, and it would have a re-release on the PS3 and the PSP in 2007. Now, as for the composers of the music, again, I don't know who specifically composed this one, and there's just way too many to list off in the like this entire OST. So, but you know, the music is what you would expect from a KOA or from an SNK fighting game, specifically you know Fatal Fury. It's just that really heavy rock and butt rock and sound. So there you go, Chuck, my boy. Thank you for your special order. And a little hint here, we have something that we're kind of working on together that hopefully will be making its way onto the show at some point. Don't know when, but it will be this year. I know that for sure. So now, our next special order is coming in from Alex the Messenger Messenger, host of a VGM Journey. And this track that he's ordered in is taking us from rockin' to groovy. This is level 8-11 from Monsters, Inc. on the Game Boy Advance. Composed by either or all, Ikumizutani, Tetsuari Watanabe, and Kinoyo Yamashita.
that groovy, compressed, crunchy goodness was level 8 through 11, composed by either Ikumizutani, Tetsuari Watanabe, or Kinoyo Yamashita from Disney Pixar's Monsters, Inc. on the GBA. And this is special ordered in by Alex the Messenger Messenger, host of a VGM journey. But he does have another name, and that is the patron saint of VGM podcasts because he is contributing to so many other VGM podcasts through their Patreons and just like, you know, helping them do what they do, as well as just offering so much encouragement and input and just like, you know, just being a general all-around nice, awesome guy. And his show, A VGM Journey, is a nice, concise package of 30 minutes of just really good video game music. It doesn't go with like a topic or theme or anything. He just kind of plays music that he, I guess, he just kind of finds throughout his week and then decides, just wants to share it with everybody. So I would highly recommend you go check his show out. I'm going to be linking it in the show notes. And so now his special order, coming from Monsters, Inc., levels 8-11. You can tell it's a Game Boy Advance track because of just that really fine compressed samples and that warbly, warbly square waves and everything in the background there. And I'm not sure if it's just like the uh, the rip that was up on YouTube, because that's the only version I could find, because I couldn't find a .gbs on Portable Music History or... Um, or uh, NAP3s on KH Insider, so could just be the rip. I don't know. But what I do know is that this is some hokey, groovy music time right here. I tell you, I what? And uh, about this game, it is, I'm guess it's the way how it's reading, it's almost like some kind of weird sequel to, sequel to the movie because Boo, the little girl, comes back to Monsteropolis and uh, it's Joel Soli has to get her back. But Randall, the weird lizard, changing colored guy, destroys the door, so you gotta avoid him and the CDA, the Child Detection Agency, while trying to get her back through another door. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. You just gotta go through obstacles, move stuff, jump, move, you know, do all that stuff. But the cool thing is that every playthrough is randomly generated. So you got three difficulties, and then each playthrough is slightly different. You know, there's gonna be similar, you know, same elements going on and stuff, but each playthrough is just slightly different, so... Some silly way of getting some kind of replay value out of it, I guess. Who knows? There's probably a guy out there that has played the game so much that they played every single variation of the randomly generated maps. And they're like, Ha! I've played through every single version of the generated maps. There's no other versions. i played them all. And then some guy just comes along and shows them one that's like, Hey, have you seen this one? And he's like, No, I have not seen that one! No! What happened though? What? No, I gotta play through it all over again and see if there's any more other ones. Completionist, I tell ya. So now the composers of the OST, two I've already covered on the show, that being Iko Mizutani and uh, Kinoyo Yamashita, and then a newcomer now here, Tetsuari Watanabe. They've only composed for a few games, uh, starting with Monsters, Inc., and then the second appearance of WWE Road to WrestleMania X8, uh, Family Tennis Advance, Power Rangers Ninja Storm, Metabots, Meta V, and Infinity, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Wrath of Dark Cool King, Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, Battle Assault, Full Metal Alchemist Dual Sympathy, uh, Nicktoons Battle for Volcano Island, and Nicktoons Attack of the Toy Bots. All this between 2001 and 2007. A lot of licensed titles. So now Ikumuzutani, I'll just list a few here, um, starting with Russian Attack, sound effects for Metal Gear and Snatcher, Natsume Championship Wrestling. Oh yeah, this is uh, all these guys, Natsume. This is a Natsume-made game. Um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Tetris Plus, WWF, WrestleMania 2000, got Action Man, Search for Base X, Metabots, Meta B, and Infinity as well, and uh, Curling DS, yeah, 
game, DS game for curling. This is a fun time. So Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, he did sound on that. And then last audio credit is Hero Must Die, again. And then Kino Yo Yamashita uh, started with Vampire Killer, which is, you know, Castlevania. Sound effect conversion data production of Snatcher, um, Kings Valley 2, Power Blades 1 and 2, Pocky and Rocky 2. We got Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once more, Mega Man X3, Dragon Dance. Got Meta B, Metabots, Meta B, and Infinity once more. Um, and then uh, Walk It Out. And last game is Stick Mania in 2010. So a lot of shared credits between these three guys, as well as with our first two composers from the first uh, SPO. And with that, thank you, Alex, for your special order. And again, um, check out his show, A VGM Journey. I will be linking it in the show notes. So now getting into our last special order. This is kind of a cool one. This is a special order from Bedroth, but ordered in for Hammock. This is going to be Beach Court from Windjammers 2, composed by Seiichi Hamada. Beach Court from Windjammers 2, composed by Seiichi Hamada, special ordered in by Bedroth for Hammock. So Bedroth is the host of Very Good Music, a video game music podcast. Um, it's kind of gone on to like a permanent hiatus, except for, um, you know, probably some special episodes that are doing. Like he did a really good, um, like final credits episode, like did like four, like a series of four episodes kind of leading up to the final, like closing of the podcast. And now he is uh, like mainly a co-host on both uh, BG Mania and The Movie Bar. And Hammock, who he special the song order in for, is the host of KVGM, The Last Wave, playing only the smoothest VGM jams. But on occasion, he'll play some uh, a little bit more rockin' kind of sounding stuff, like this 
Especially probably in the honor of Aqua City's own Windjammers. So now what is a Windjammer you may ask? It's basically just Battle Frisbee. That's right, 1v1, just throwing the disc as hard as you can at your opponent, using all kinds of tricks and techniques, bouncing it off walls to gain, like, momentum and everything, and it's as fun as it sounds. Ridiculous. So now this sequel takes place 10 years after the original Windjammers, which came out 25 years ago in the arcade, with many a familiar face returning once more, and uh, the ever-living rivalry between Max Hurricane and Klaus Wessel continues. So now this game was developed by Dotemu, who is responsible for games such as Streets of Rage 4 and Teenage Mutant Turtles Shredder's Revenge. So all the visuals are just hand-drawn beautiful goodness. And then of course the music. Hey, they brought in the original composer to rearrange music from the original game as well as some new tunes. And that is Seiichi Hamada. And he's got a pretty big list of things he's composed for. So um, just to kind of go over it here real quick, we got Side Pocket, Joe and Mac Caveman Ninja, uh, Metal Max 2, Windjammers, the original, um, Final Fighter's History Dynamite, Magical Drop 2, was sound effects supervisor for Shenmue and director for Shenmue 2, this is part of the sound team for Virtual Cop 3, uh, did Therizia, Jake Hunter, Detective Chronicles, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, Virtua Tennis 4, Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown, the Shenmue 1 and 2 re-release in 2018 as sound section assistant, and then, of course, Windjammers 2, released in the year 2022. Now, a fun little thing here is that this guy has a bunch of aliases, starting with Atomic Hanada, Autopapa, Atomic S. Hamada, Ace, Hasemi Ace Daichi, Daichi Hasemi, and Siege H. So, Hammock, I hope you enjoyed this special order that Bedroth ordered for you. And, uh, Bedroth, I did get your other special order, but I got it, um, after I had already placed this order, so it'll be on the next round. Don't you worry, my buddy boy. So now, Hammock, host of KVGM The Last Wave, you can find on all your different podcatchers on Twitter and all. I'll be linking his main site on the show notes. And then Bedroth, who, um, like I said, is putting very good music on a hiatus, can be found co-hosting... BG Mania alongside Brian, as well as on the Movie Bar alongside the Dyad. And I'll be linking both of those in the show notes. You can go check them out. They're fun times. And thus ends the special orders for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. And if you, like I said, if you'd like to have your make a special order, you can send them in to VGEmporium at gmail.com or on the Twitter or on Discord. And just like the shop themes, I'm hoping to do a lot more of these this year. But that all depends on listeners like you sending in your orders. And I'm pretty sure that most like that have been listening for a while know where to find the show. But for those that are new to the show with this episode, possibly, hopefully, um, you can find them find them on all on the different podcatchers such as Apple, Spotify, Google, Apple, or no, sorry, Amazon, Audible, Stitcher, as well as on the social media's Twitter, Instagram, and there's a Discord as well if you're interested in that. And then you can find me, your host, Rage Cage, at the same social media's Twitter and Instagram as well as Facebook. And then uh, I, have, I post original music on SoundCloud. So now, a fun fact! In two days' time, that is going to be this Saturday, January the 14th, marks exactly one year since I released the grand opening of VG Emporium. So I have something special planned to come out on that day. And I'm going to do what all the other podcasts, VGM podcasts do, and that is a year in the review. So like basically picking out my favorite songs from the year. And uh, just putting them together and playing them for you. And kind of talking a little bit about it. Like kind of reminiscing on things. And realize, holy Gungi, I've been doing this a whole year. So I'm going to try to keep the talking to a minimum and just leave it to the music, mostly, hopefully. 
Try not to make it too bloated. Whew. But again, yeah, thank you everybody for your special orders. And again, everybody listening, send me your special orders. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me. 